Hello, everybody, and welcome to yet another edition of the Time Out with DG Podcast. I am your host, as always, Daniel Gotera. Thanks for stopping by. It is episode 64, and as you can hear in my voice, uh, it has been a rough go of it the last 48 hours, okay? 48 hours, and uh, it sounds like I'm an 85-year-old man that has smoked for 65 of those years, or possibly even more. Um, But I did promise you guys I would post an episode, and it's actually a good one, so I wanted to get something up because I don't know when my voice is coming back. We can wait for a couple of more days, but I just don't know. So why not wrap up the week and uh, give you this one-on-one interview with uh, new Dynamo owner Ted Siegel, new Dynamo and Dash owner Ted Siegel. Again, I apologize if my voice cracks. I'm just going to get through this intro as quick as I can, and then we're going to get to the interview. See, the interview I did on Tuesday was great. My voice was fine. His voice was fine, so it's going to be good radio, so just kind of bear with me here. But before we get into the interview, go ahead and like and subscribe to the podcast if you haven't done so already. Uh, Like I said, it's episode 64, and uh, let's get this thing rolling. It's been a busy week in Houston sports. The Astros are never going to lose again. Uh, Boy, what a run they're on. They're playing a terrible Baltimore team, and they smashed the heck out of them. Uh, I think they outscored them like 27-3 to or some ridiculous number like that. Crazy. But as I said before in my last episode, the offense is dynamic, but the pitching has been phenomenal. I mean, these guys are going out there giving them six innings, seven innings. Odorizzi was great through no-hit ball on Monday. So, like, these guys are tremendous, and if they pitch like that, they're going to win the World Series, as I said on Monday. So uh, now they're playing Detroit. Friday's game rained out, doubleheader on the weekend. We'll see if they keep it rolling. They're, they're, I don't know who's going to beat them. I mean, they play Cleveland next week, and that's a tough opponent. But Detroit stinks. Baltimore's awful. Um, so I don't know. I don't know who they're going to who they're going to lose to. But uh, they got a good schedule here, and I I did allude to that, right? All they had to do was get through the White Sox, and they more than did that. And now they got a great schedule, so we'll see what happens moving forward. The Rockets have the second overall pick in the draft, and if you're upset about them not getting the first pick, then you need to uh, wake up and grow up because the second overall pick is great. Cade Cunningham, yes, will go number one, but at the end of the day, people say he's a can't-miss prospect. Who knows? These guys, even in the top four, sometimes are busts. So they got Evan Mobley at possibly number two, Jalen Suggs, who's my pick. I love Jalen Suggs. Seems to be a good leader on the floor, a guy that can really distribute the basketball, that can score. I like Jalen Suggs a lot, but other people think that they should go big and go with Evan Evan Mobley out of USC. <clears throat> Excuse me again. Uh, they feel like he's the guy, right? So Evan Mobley might be the pick. Um, so that's uh, that was exciting. And uh, okay, so now now forget forget me talking because now you're just probably like, oh my god, what's wrong with this guy? I'm done listening to him talk. Let's get to my one-on-one interview with Dynamo owner Ted Siegel. Uh, Dynamo and Dash owner Ted Siegel, he was introduced on Tuesday. I sat down to talk about his story, how he got to this point, why owning this team in particular seems so attractive to him. And frankly, I I did pose the question to him, is he going to spend money? Is he going to spend money to bring in top talent on this uh, organization? Because that's what they've been lacking. The previous ownership group was awful. 
They didn't spend any money. They didn't seem to really care about what was going on. Fans really got fed up. Now, some of those guys are still around um, as minority partners in this deal, but Ted Siegel and his family, the majority owners of the Dynamo and Dash. So here's Mr. Siegel talking about this whole experience. Ted Siegel, congratulations. I guess the first question would be, how does it feel? This has been a long process, but how does it finally feel? To you? It, 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 it feels great. Couldn't be more excited to, to be here in Houston. Uh, love the city of Houston and very excited about what we can do with the Dynamo and the Dash. We learned a little bit about you during the press conference, but for folks that didn't tune in, who is Ted Siegel? Uh, who is the guy kind of taking over here of this club? So first and foremost, I'm a passionate sports fan. I wouldn't be here if I, I didn't love sports and I didn't love the sport of soccer. So that's the first thing that uh, people should know about me. Um, and then my day job, uh, in addition to the new responsibilities here with uh, the Dynamo and the Dash, uh, I am uh, uh, head of a company called uh, EJS Group, which uh, develops uh, multifamily real estate in New York City. Why do this? right now, why get involved in the sports industry like you're doing right now? So uh, we've been involved in the sports industry to a lesser extent through a variety of uh, investments over time. So it's, it's not uh, an industry that's uh, unfamiliar to us. Um, and uh, what we have witnessed is the sustained growth of the industry. But specifically, if one looks at soccer, uh, the growth that it has experienced and has the potential to further experience on the heels of the 2019 Women's World Cup. Uh, in the run-up to the 2026 World Cup here in North America, um, and in particular in the city of Houston with its uh, growth, diversity, and scale. Um, it, it was all very appealing to me. Have you been thinking about this for a while, uh, maybe making the jump into sports ownership? And when this opportunity did come up here in Houston, did your eyes kind of light up a little bit more because of what the uh, opportunity presented itself? So how did you see this Houston situation as you were looking along the landscape right. of what to do. Right, so we've looked at opportunities for a long time. Um, I believe uh, I first met Commissioner Garber in 2012 in his offices in New York. And over the number of years, we looked at opportunities and for a variety of reasons or uh, given a moment in time in, in our lives, uh, it didn't seem to make sense for us. This truly does seem like the perfect opportunity. Again, the characteristics of Houston, its growth, its diversity, its uh, uh, its diverse economy and its passion for sports um, made it stand out uh, amongst uh, the variety of opportunities I've seen over the years. And this is a big deal for your family, too. I mean, this is a huge opportunity. You, you come from an immigrant family from the Soviet Union. I, you know, that kind of relates to me a little bit because my family did the same thing through Cuba. But what does it really mean to the family to be able to do this, given all the things that you guys have had to go through and your parents and like I said, you alluded to that during the press conference, but this is such a probably a special moment for the for the whole. Yeah, group. I, I'll, I'll say, like I said in my uh, press conference comments, this is the realization of an American dream. Um, the the efforts of my parents and what they went through to emigrate from the Soviet Union and uh, to build the business that they created um, is uh, awe inspiring for me, and and I, I humbly uh, sit here today to to carry on that vision and to be able to own this as a family. Um, it, it is something that's really exciting and, and we can't wait to, to be involved as a family and enjoy it uh, as a family. Well, it sounds like you're, you're diving head first into this thing. You announced a couple of decisions already. You bring in Jamie Roops, who's with the Texans as their CEO, um, an extension of Tim Parker. 
an international player. I mean, these are things that I, I would imagine that the fan base has been waiting for, and we've heard it all, all along. So why is it important for you to just kind of dive head first into this thing and not just kind of wait around, feel, your, feel the waters? Right. Well, if you're a passionate sports fan, you're passionate, and the primary uh, uh, element of that passion is the desire to win. And my desire here is, is to win, uh, to contend for, and win championships. And I think uh, what I announced today with respect to Tim Parker, uh, Tina Chadebe, and then organizationally with Jamie uh, puts us in a position to win. And uh, I think it's just the start. Uh, talking to Tab just downstairs, I think there is an appreciation from his perspective that you know they identified a player, and then they had conversations with you, and then the action was taken. Is that kind of what you envision here with this club? I, I don't know how much, how hands-on you want to be. How, what is your approach with that in regards to that? So I'm going to defer to my experts in this case, Tab and, uh, and Matt Jordan, uh, to inform me and convince me about the best uh, decisions uh, for the overall success of the team. I'm not going to be the, the individual selecting the 11 men or women to, to go out onto the pitch, um, but in collaboration with Tab and Matt uh, and Coach Clarkson on the women's side, um, we're going to make informed decisions for the success of the clubs. Is it important for you to balance that? Because I would imagine somebody who's, you know, we all, we all dream of owning our own sports team and you want to have a hands-on approach. Like, okay, I want this guy, I want this player. But to balance it out because you feel like you have to trust the guys that you have, what is that balancing act going to be like for you? Because I know you want to make an impact and I know you want to win. Right, and, and, and so I recognize uh, my abilities and, and, and where I'm lacking. And I, I know where I'm lacking is uh, I don't have uh, decades of, of scouting experience and talent identification. So I'm going to work with the individuals who uh, came up in those ranks and have expertise in, the, in the, uh, those spaces uh, to make these informed decisions. With, with something like the signing of Teenage, um, there was a lot of information that was shared with me to convince me that that was the appropriate decision. And I'm glad I was able to collaborate with Matt and Tab to make that decision. You heard during the press conference, it was a question that came in about the fan base. And uh, it's, a, it's a very rabid fan base. They're very passionate about it. That's what all soccer fan bases are. And, you know, frankly, around here, the worry is that the money has not been spent to bring in the talent that this club needs to win. What is your message to folks that have that concern regarding the Dynamo? So what I'll say is uh, today is just to start, but look at what we were able to announce today, the signing of Tim Parker, the uh, signing of Teenage Hadebe, the addition to our executive team of Jamie Roots. Um, I, I hope that fans recognize that this is uh, a day one commitment that I'm making uh, for the team, and I'm going to continue to, to make efforts like that for the long-term success of the clubs. Uh, you had indicated that it was, it was special for you to have a, the dash as part of this as well, two young daughters. Um, is, that, is that fun for you to kind of take, take a part in as well? Because they're going to be excited to see what you do with that club too, because I'm sure they're familiar with the names and all the, the different things that go along with it. It, it, it uh, brings me overwhelming joy. It might be the best aspect of this is to, to share in, in this experience with them and, uh, uh, and, and watch the joy on their faces as, as we're here for Dash Games. What do you think about when you look out at the stadium? When you walk in, now that you know everything's official, everybody knows who you are on the stage. But what do you what do you think about when you when you look out onto that field and the possibilities that can bring? I, I think about the possibilities that that uh, a stadium like this can bring. I think about uh, seeing a stadium filled with twenty two thousand fans um, supporting the Dynamo and Dash. 
uh, in, in their uh, quest for, for uh, championships. Um, and what that stadium can look like at full capacity with the winning side and the connection to the community that that could foster um, gets me really excited. What do you think about Houston? I love Houston. Uh, I've, I've been fortunate through uh, some of my past work experience uh, to come here a lot. Uh, and uh, I'm particularly excited to, to try a variety of restaurants here because the, the food scene here is off the charts. Have you, have you gotten a chance to talk to some of the former players and to kind of really get a sense of what this club is all about? Because when they landed here in Houston from San Jose, I mean, it was an immediate impact. Obviously, they had a good team. They won a couple of titles right out of the chute. Um, but do you understand what this club could mean to this city if it gets really back up and running like you want it to oh, be? Oh, very, very much so. So I've had a chance to, to meet with some of the former players. And uh, in particular, I've spent some time with Brian Ching. Um, who I know is a legend in these parts and, uh, and a connection to the past glory. And, and I think uh, uh, hearing the perspective of those players and uh, understanding what we can do uh, to restore that glory uh, is perspective that I value. Are you nervous about this? Like this is a big undertaking, right? I know you've been in big business, you've been around in a lot of big deals, but this is something that's a little different. With, there's a lot of different types of pressure that come along with this. What are the feelings like for you as you take on this endeavor? The, the, the feeling is uh, excitement for this to succeed. Uh, the recognition that uh, even though I'm the majority owner here, really this assets, these assets belong to the community. And uh, there's a responsibility that comes with that and a weightiness that, uh, that I, I take very seriously. All right, that was Ted Siegel. Thank you so much to uh, Mr. Siegel. Sounds like he's got a great family, a great story, and I'm excited to see what he does with his club. He's already made a couple of moves, as he alluded to in the interview, extending Tim Parker, the center back, Teenage Adebi, they bringing him over from Turkey. That was a guy that Tab Ramos and his staff really centered on. They wanted some more help, and they told Mr. Siegel, and Ted got it done. So I like that attitude. That's good. Spend some money. This team should be a championship quality team in a soccer-rich market. And they should not be playing to empty stadiums. That's embarrassing. And this squad has got a lot of history, a lot of, a lot of pride traditions here in Houston. So they should win. And I think Mr. Siegel is going to get that done. All right. I am going to go take some lozenges because, frankly, my throat hurts. Uh, but I will be back on Monday, hopefully with a cool interview. I've been trying to land this interview for weeks, and I can't seem to get on the same page with them. But hopefully we have something on Monday. If not, we recap the weekend, see what happened, and uh, we will go from there. Hopefully my voice is a lot better. Until then, I will talk to you later. Episode 64 in the books. Have a great weekend, guys.